welcome to another video games to the max and this is apparently number 20 if you count all the shows together uh with me today is as always mr mark morrison howdy and of course this is the official full game zone podcast and man it's uh been a little bit again one of those not uh supposed to happen uh weeks off but uh what's been happening with you in that a lot of division (laughs) how about you yeah uh well lots of i finally beat that one part of kingdom hearts that i was stuck on so now i'm at the final boss (laughs) and now i'm stuck at that (laughs) and i'm gonna give it a couple of shots tomorrow and if i don't beat him i'm probably just going to watch the secret ending that you apparently unlock the the new secret ending that they made for the hd remix and then i'm going to move on to two because i have to play two for randy's uh backlog busting project thing so um which i never actually beat two i got to like a certain part in two and then i never went on after you get through that laborious tutorial I beat two, but I have like very vague memories of it. Like I remember sp- specific worlds of two, but I don't yeah. remember the story at all. That's yeah. I remember nonsense. like there being uh, you know, the pirates one yeah. and Mulan and stuff like that, but I don't remember the story that much. I remember uh, Tron is pretty cool. That's yeah, Tron's it. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that division. How yeah. is it? Uh, I mean, I really like it. It's actually probably the first, like, cover shooter I've, I've actually really enjoyed. I've played others. Like, I've played, like, Gears of War and Uncharted, but I never really got into them. Uh, especially Gears of War. Like, I think I played one... In, I, I played all three of them, or the three big ones, and I beat two of them, and I didn't like them. <laughs> wow, you went all the way to beating them, and you didn't like them. I remember really disliking one. Uh, I disliked one at the end, specifically. That, like, last boss fight was insanely stupid and hard. And I think I beat three, but I had no memory of it. And it was just kind of, like, sheer boredom that I beat it. Oh, wow. But, yeah, the Division has pretty good shooting. Some weird network instability. uh, Good loot mechanics. Like, a good foundation. Like, much better than I think Destiny had when it launched. Like there are there is some stuff obviously in uh, the division that works better than Destiny, and some stuff that works worse. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great game. I finally was able to play with some people earlier tonight, and that was a lot of fun. That was hard, but fun. Uh, yeah. What do you want to know? Well, um, so how do they do? How many people do you have? Do you have a party or? Is it just? I'm guessing you play by yourself, but well, how, do they have a limit to the party? I guess the player limit or the group limit is four, but so you have to you can invite people in or you can just do matchmaking. But the interesting thing is when you go outside when you just want to play solo, it is an instant game. Like the only time you ever see anyone else in that game is if you're in a safe house, or if like you have a friend playing like playing the game on your friends list. Then you can see them kind of walking around, and you can like warp. You can group up with them pretty easily, but 
there are, like when you when you just play normally, you see no one else ever, for the, for the most part. That's really weird, considering it's an MMO. You'd think you'd see all the other people playing. It's not an MMO. I don't think it's. I, I wouldn't qualify, qualify it as an MMO. Honestly, I'd qualify it as an online action game or like online action RPG. So you would not. Like, there's nothing uh, massive about this game, and okay. I think. I think at most you can get about 15 people together in a uh, safe house, and that's about it. Because I think okay. I, I think there are a bunch of different servers of this game all together. Like they all feed into one massive server, but everyone is on different like server racks or somewhere. So, I mean, there are probably like a, let's say 100,000 people playing this game. I've only ever seen 30. Wow. It's insane. So, yeah, I've heard that apparently do... So how do you like the missions? Are they varied or... No. I mean, that that's kind of one problem, I would say, is they're very stereotypical. Like, one mission will be just be like, go rescue the hostages. And in every area of New York, there will be a like, rescue the hostages mission. Or there will be a uh, protect the supplies mission in every like uh little subdivision of the of the like the city will have that so you have to go you can go do that um some of the story missions are pretty intricate though because you have like a bunch of boss battles and like timed missions or timed requirements and stuff that really aren't that complicated like i've died a bunch but like there's no real penalty for dying except for you have to go back you have like you respawn pretty much outside of like a boss area and that's about it. Wow. But the shooting actually does feel very good. Like, that's the one thing that's good is if you aim for at a headshot for a guy and you hit the trigger, he'll get a headshot. And he'll like, most likely die if it's a critical hit. Or one of the groups is called the Cleaners, and they wear, like, flammable tanks on their backs because they have flamethrowers. And you can shoot the tank and it'll explode. Wow. It's pretty awesome. That's like that's pretty cool. The only two other two things I'll say is the dark zone is super weird. Um, because I got into an area I shouldn't have earlier, where I was I hit a level thirty dark zone and I'm level twenty. I was level eighteen at the time. I I didn't realize that at the time, so I entered and I immediately got shot by an enemy and he went like one shot at me to death. Yikes! And then I noticed the map. I was like the level. The level uh, breakdown is like level twenty nine to thirty, and I'm like, "Oh, that would do it." Yeah, uh, and the other thing I'll say is, uh, hacking around that game is pretty fun. Uh, why is that? Because you can see central, it can see like unfinished areas of Central Park and like other like other parks that they'll be adding probably with DLC or the season pass. So I've heard that you can apparently go off the map too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Is yeah, you basically do a uh, do a ledge jump into like past the fence, and then you have to do two wall glitches to like get out of the wall, like to like roll into the wall and through it, and then you get like see that like all these different areas that are unfinished as hell, but you can explore around and just see what's going on. But the entire thing is instance, like the game, so it doesn't really matter. Like you don't see anyone else on there. <laughs> Wow. So, th- 
is the uh, the so how does the leveling up work? Does it work like Destiny with equipment, or does it? Uh well, you have the three tiers like green pur- or green, blue, purple. And then I think orange is epic or like legendary or something. I don't know how the breakdown is. Uh you gain new levels. Uh, it doesn't really matter that much. Like you, uh, like every five levels, you may get like a new skill set or like a new skill slot or something. But the main thing you level up is your base. Like when you, there are the medical wing, the tech, uh, the tech wing, and the security wing. You have to get resources to level those up. And once you do, you unlock skills for it. Like I unlocked the tech wing, and I got a sticky bomb uh, skill. And you can change out skills anywhere in the map. Like it doesn't matter at all. So you're not you're not like tied to any like one skill or perk or anything. So. Well, that's yeah. yeah. So there's not a class. No, God no. Okay. Like I actually think it might it might work better if there was like maybe like slightly more defined classes, but nothing that, like nothing as strict as Destiny. But like. I, I play differently than anyone. Everyone else in the group was playing earlier tonight, and that was still fine. <laughs> so, I mean, so how do you play that's different than everybody else? Uh, I don't have a heal. Like you have med packs, but everyone else, everyone I was playing with had like a had the heal skill or like this uh, support station uh, skill, and I was running around with a sticky bomb and a turret. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you only have, I think, at max, you only have four skill slots. Uh, but there are about, there's, I think, 15 skills total. So you really have to, like, see, like pick which one you want to do or which one feels like the best to you and stick with it. I mean, you can change it, obviously, but why, why, why change it if it's not, if it, if it's not broken? <laughs> so, uh, is... Does it? So, do you feel like? Do you think that this way, the way they do it here, is better, or do you think that the way they do it in Destiny is better as far as making you feel like what you're doing matters? I think this game for sure. Uh, the biggest biggest thing that this game has going for it is it's a it's a small world, but it's a actual world. Like Destiny felt like a bunch of mini like menu options to go to places that felt very disparate like go to venus it's like all right why uh and in this place on this game you're going all around new york and there are different level requirements for new york obviously or like city like sections of it but it's all like one one map and the map is huge but it feels very like feels very connected to you ah okay that makes sense, sort of. I mean, and there's no load time except for uh, when you enter safe houses, or like when you fast travel, obviously. But right. you can you can literally walk across that like one side of the map to the other without hitting a load time if you really wanted to. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Do uh, you, does yeah. it? Uh, so, how are the bosses? Uh they're fine. Uh, Mainly, I fire a sticky bomb at them. It it explodes and takes out some of their armor. I throw up my turret. It, it aggro's them, and I walk behind them and start shooting them in the head. 
And that works pretty well. Uh, there are only a few different types of enemy classes, I would say. Like, there's a normal normal enemy. Uh, like, I guess a close-range enemy who, like, either has, who tries to run up on you or has a shotgun. Uh, there's a grenade, en- like, a grenader enemy and a sniper. And the snipers are the worst. Uh... But, but yeah, you can't I see them. Well, they hit hard. Like if you get shot by one, like half your health is gone instantly. Oh jeez. Uh right now I'm carrying around a pretty like a, a pretty good assault rifle, an epic assault rifle I bought, and a very low-powered sniper rifle. And I've gotten better sniper rifles, but they don't have uh the the fast shot that this one does. Like, I can pull the trigger. It only has 10 rounds, but every time I pull the trigger, it can shoot. Unlike, like, a sniper rifle that you have to, like, reload with every bullet, or, like, this thing is fast, so that's why I kept it for 15, or for 5 levels more than than I should have. Oh, okay. That's, well... Uh, uh, and gear is broken down into uh, armor, and the three other, like, three other things would be, like, DPS... Like how much damage you do, health, and then uh, your skill bonus power or skill power, like it increases that. Okay. And there are trade offs. Like if you get some, though, obvi- obvi- most most armor will have trade offs. Like if you, it'll do like like massive boost to your damage, but it might lower your health a little or stuff like that. And now the gear I'm finally getting now can all be modded pretty well, so that's good. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it does... So, uh, is the... There's no raid, right? Right now? Not not yet, no. Apparently, when you hit level 30, you get daily quests to unlock, which is, which is something I, re- I really kind of want to do. <laughs> do you like uh, the Dark Zone? Or... Well, not when I hit the level 30 zone. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> it seems okay. Like... All the enemies there are pretty pretty overpowered, not overpowered, but stronger than normal enemies because there are three type three, I guess types of enemies. There's the normal guys who have red health bars, uh, stronger enemies who have purple health bars who have armor, and then bosses who have who are yellow like have, have yellow health bars. And every enemy I've seen in the dark zone is a purple guy, and they take a while to go down. Like you can uh. take on one pretty easily. But taking on a group of five or more is not fun. Yeah, I'd imagine not. Uh, so that's why I, their insistence, or they, them going like, group up if you go in the dark zone is pretty apt because you can take take it down a lot of guys with 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 a few people on your side. Yeah, I mean, so it, it seems like you're you're really enjoying it, and yeah, I've. I'd be playing it right now if we weren't doing this thing. <laughs> well, so if, you know, say people that haven't played Destiny or not big into, like, the whole... Maybe maybe they're a little bit scared about, oh, well, what happens if I level up and my friends, you know, they keep playing and whatever. How do you feel like this uh, goes to those kind of people that are sort of maybe new to the this kind of thing? I think it's pretty... I, I actually think it's pretty approachable. Uh... I don't think Destiny was at all, honestly. Like, that game was pretty confusing to me. 
I put I, granted I put it a year after it came out, but all the different qu- like credit or like the different uh, money you had or like the credits and stuff or like the whole idea of light and stuff confused the hell out of me and still kind of does. Like this game is very approachable. Uh, I think it's just good. Like I'm kind of surprised because I've been making fun of this game for months. <laughs> right, yeah. See, there you go. You, even someone that has been uh, making fun of the game can can uh, be steered wrong. Um, like you, you talked about getting it, getting it like a red box or like renting it for a day, and I don't think that'll work. I think I think you might actually get into it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, Afraid of? Worried about? Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, but I'll have to wait until I can get some income and, and be able to get it. But I'm interested, obviously, from what you're saying and other things that I've heard. Uh, it seems like people are liking it more than at least the original Destiny for now, so... Yeah, like, I I got a feeling, like, I think some of the same problems might creep up into this game, like, about as, as, far, as far as, like, high-level content goes or stuff like that, or, like, how much, how really much they can expand the map because i mean it's just new york right it's not it's not a bunch of there's not like a bunch of like weird stuff going on in it or like the setting is just going to be the same kind of place over and over so that might be a problem i think but it's at least at least a pretty cohesive world so what do you say to like, uh, I heard that people were saying, well, this game's not going to have a lot of longevity because, like you said, there's not – it's very uh, grounded in, in being human, unlike Destiny, where they can kind of come up with whatever they want because they're aliens. So do you think that there's going to be a problem with the extra content? No, I mean, there are four, uh, I guess, gangs gangs in the game right now. They could always add more or add, like, different enemy variety. Like, I mean, it's always going to be shoot the guy in the head. But that's fine for me because, like, I think Borderlands was a game that, like, really irritated me because you never knew where the, like, the weak spot was for an enemy. It's it's always going to be the mouth. And it's like, I don't know where the mouth is in this thing. Right, yeah. Uh, Like, I think the gangs in this game are, there's some army, like, PMC thing that I haven't even seen yet. There's like the high level gang. Uh, there are the cleaners who are the fire guys who shoot them in the back and they explode. There are random riot gang, like a like a riot gang essentially. And then the fourth gang is called the Rikers, and they were from like Rikers Island. And that's my biggest hang up with the game is the Rikers, honestly. Why? Because it should have been a gang of clone Thomas or William P. Rikers from Star Trek. <laughs> that that would have made the game so much better. Uh, well, you're gonna looks like you have to wait for that uh, Star Trek show because they apparently can't air it until after the movie. Yeah, I I have pretty mixed opinions in that show. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you're you're getting a Star Trek show, so I mean, hopefully it'll be more like DS9 and not like Enterprise. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's hope for uh, better things. Because I got I got a feeling they're gonna want like an action adventure show, and it's like no, Star Trek was not designed that way. <laughs> yeah, you can make the movies that way, but like the show is is gonna be what it is, you know. It, like you can have the occasional action adventure episode, that's fine, but right. trying to build the show around that's not gonna work. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. It, a lot about uh, the division there. So hopefully uh, you're interested and you listened to what uh, what Mark had to say, and you're you're as excited as uh, everybody else about, about the game, seemingly. So also been playing Disgaea, and that's kind of busted. That's about it. <laughs> Uh, gotta love where they make this big deal about a port of the first game, and then it's busted. But I mean, are they gonna patch it at least? Or they... I guess they patched most of the issues people had with the A and B chips. But my problem is one of the enemies won't die. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's not good. <laughs> you kind of yeah. need you kind of need the enemy to die so you can move on in the level. Also, that game is just not aged well at all. Like. And when it came out in 2002, I think, I mean, like it, you know, it like, was great, but I can't put myself in, a, in that mindset from 14 years ago. <laughs> Why do you say that? Like, they don't explain anything about, like, the UI, like, what the stats are. Uh, I feel like going into the item world is incredibly arcane. Yeah. Uh, like, they explain it, and I still don't know what the hell's going on. I just keep running to the exit. <laughs> Uh, that's that's what I felt in the in five. I was like, why am I having to go to this world to? Like, I don't see what the problem is with this buying new gear. Like, every other game does it. It's fine. Yep. Uh the story's fine. Like, you know, it's still well acted and well voiced and stuff. But I just don't think that game has aged particularly well compared to like something like, I mean, this is newer, but like Valkyria Chronicles that came out in I think two thousand seven. Like, when it came to PC, it was like, wow, this is still, like, really good. Right. And this game is not so much. <laughs> and they're different games, obviously, but they're still kind of strategy, like, tactics games. Yeah. That... I don't know. I, I kind of had the same thing, too, when I went backwards. I was kind of like, okay, this is cool to kind of see how they started, but this feels really... Yeah, I agree with you. It feels like kind of our... outdated. Like archaic, I would say. Yeah. Like it's still fine. Like you know, if you're a fan of the series, it's still fine. But like this game is only for new people or for existing fans, I would say. So definitely not by the. Would you but, say that if you have a PS3, it's worth it more to get the PS3 version, or does that matter? Or I don't see. I mean, I don't see like new people getting into this game at all. Honestly, like I think it's for only existing fans. Right, yeah, because there's already the new one out there. If you want to get the, if you want to get into the series, I guess. And, and I know they, that I think that I think the series has gotten more convoluted along the way. So it's like, dear God. Yeah, because they make allusions to the uh, other games, and you know, I was kind of like, well, this is above my head, but uh, what whatever. Uh, Gets them through, I guess. <laughs> it it had enough of the story, new story that I was like, okay, not. Uh, I'll I'll get it eventually. I'm guessing. I'm just so, waiting to get that. I'm just waiting for them to port over that. Uh, Prinny, can I get the panties, dude? Game, the PSP. Yeah. The two of them. They had two of them. They were you not. Know. They actually weren't that bad. They were hard, but they weren't that bad. I remember liking them. Like, I didn't even know anything about this guy, but I was like, okay, cool, I'm paying as a penguin. I'm yeah, well, colorful art style, pretty good, like, pretty good gameplay. 
Yeah, exactly. Nothing, uh, nothing too bad on that end. Well, uh, as I mentioned, playing Kingdom Hearts uh, 1.5 Remix, the, the first game, I was stuck at this one part in Hollow Bastion. I got all the way to the end, and now I'm basically in that three-part uh, boss battle that you have to do, and freaking Ansem with his stupid guardian killed me right when I was like, Almost about to kill him. Piss me. Because <laughs> he has this, and in, you know, on proud mode, it's worse. Like he has this dumb attack that uh, will make the stupid guardian like take control of you. And I don't remember it being, you know, because I never played it on proud. I always played it on normal, so I don't remember it being like this thing that could just really kill you. And yeah, it was. It's, I I have been able to dodge him the entire game, and then friggin'. Just uh What's the worst boss fight you've seen in the game? In the in that game or No in any game I would say. Oh Jesus. Uh man, I can't, that, What? I, I can't think right now of I, uh, I can think of a good one. It was the last fight of Vagrant Story. Was, uh, the, uh the boss had a had a attack that would essentially kill you in one hit. And you could counter it uh, you had to counter it, or else it would kill you. And the only way to counter it would be like this one uh, defense that would regain your health by half. So you would like it would hit you, and you'd get half your health back. Jeez! But the timing was super specific, and it was like an, in a very long cutscene. So it's like had to be paying attention for the, for the little exclamation point to pop up when you, need, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That uh. Seems rather annoying. Um, but, yeah. And then I've been playing this game that I got to review called... Uh, which apparently has two 3DS games. The first one and the second one. And then there's also two games for the Vita. And then there's this game, which is also coming out for Vita, but I think it's coming later. Um, uh, or, I don't know if it's out now or is that later but i have the ps4 version it's called senran kagura estival versus and it's basically uh it also has an anime like a 12 episode anime so it's basically like dynasty warriors but you're there's like 27 different anime girls and basically it's just a game with boobs like there's there's really no other way to explain it, and apparently this series knows itself well. It knows that's what pretty much it gets you in with fan service. Even though I seriously do not think I would pay forty dollars for this, um, you know, unless you're a fan of the series, because this is certainly not something you want to play in front of almost anyone. <laughs> like the opening scene has like this girl bend over so you can look at her panties, and then she tells the other girl to, like, slap her ass or something, and then call... She wants Later, she wants that same girl to call her a dumb bitch, and... Uh, I hope you're taking screenshots. I, I probably should. <laughs> Just... <laughs> you need to have evidence to back this up when you review it. <laughs> and the opening is pretty much, like, them dancing in bathing suits... Basically, so you can see them all, who basically all of them have the same size, big boobs. It's just like, wow, we, we could not get um, 
any more uh, fan service in this thing. And that's in the first, I want to say, like, 20 minutes of the game. So I don't even know uh, what's... Uh, I, mean, I mean, like, there's a ton of, like, the actual game part of it is, you know, it's Dynasty Warriors. It's, um, the levels are sort of short, but you, you just keep uh, doing combos and you have special attacks and you can transform into this... Uh, special every every one of the girls has like a special transformation thing and basically it does a sailor moon where it shows you their ass and then it does the whole transformation thing in like a magical girl way um so like this this uh girl named yumi uses like a fan so she she goes from having like regular clothes to like a kimono thing so she's like a real fan girl i guess or whatever and I mean, it's uh, it just keeps going like that. It's so it's um, interesting, I'll say. <laughs> but uh, again, if you're one of those that has a family around, like I certainly got to make sure I don't play this around my kid. Um, thankfully, she is of the same gender, so it's not something like you know I got to worry about too young to you know, have feelings or whatever, but it's just kind of like one of those, I certainly wouldn't want my wife walking and going, what the hell is this? (laughs) So, I already had that problem before when I was watching uh, Maria uh, on uh, watching Japanese wrestling and Maria Canillis is, they're basically zoomed in on her ass. And, uh, you know, gotta love uh, Japanese television. Um, Imagine how much better that game would be if it was all males instead. Oh, and they God. just focus focus on the junk. You know what's so weird though is like you think that they would be equal opportunity offenders at least with the uh, the grunts or whatever that you're fighting because they're all women. Because the the clothes tear off. Uh, it when, if you keep hitting them, the clothes tear off. So you think that at least they would in the uh, in the enemy uh, sort of way they would have at least males or something, but. It just reminds me of a mega quintet. Yeah, sort of. Did the clothes tear off in a mega quintet? Yep. Not, yeah. well, not, with the, not with your enemies, but with the singers, they do. Yeah, with they the, get, see, yours do too if you get actually get hit. Yeah, they is, get battle damaged, and it's like, alright, whatever. <laughs> and, the, and the other mode in the game is so that, aside from being able to play online, is so that you can take pictures of the different girls, and you can change their outfits, and... Lord, <laughs> you know you really you know you really need to see if this game has trans vibrator support. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> All good games do. <laughs> well, let's get on to uh, the news of the day, which there's plenty of it, and uh, we might as well start with probably the big news, which I know a lot of people do not care about this, or it, it's almost sort of split to the whole we care about VR, we don't care about VR. Well, now. The cheapest, uh, if you can call it that, cheapest uh, VR on the market is out there. If you don't include like some of the mobile stuff, like the Samsung Gear only costs two hundred. But that if you, <laughs> yeah, if you want some of the, uh, which I almost would have got for free, but I just decided not to wait on the S7 and just got my Note 5, which works out better for me. But the uh, PSVR is going to cost three hundred ninety nine dollars, but Instead of telling you right there in the actual, well, they didn't tell us. That, so telling the the people that went to this 
meeting at GDC, they waited until afterwards, which is kind of what seems to happen in all these reveals. You find out more stuff later. Sony UK winds up telling everybody that, oh yeah, you need the PlayStation camera. And that costs $60. I and got oh, yeah. one. Yeah, you got one. <laughs> I, I got one for free. One. <laughs> I don't know uh, what bundle you got, I guess. But... No, it was just when I got my, bought my uh, PS4, they're like, get a camera free. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I guess I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Which, That's... in retrospect, I'm glad, because I wouldn't buy this stupid thing regard without it. <laughs> yeah, because now you... But what do you need the camera for, though, other than... I guess uh, you can't do Twitch on it without the camera? No, you can. I mean, I don't. I never turn it on when I, when I, when I stream out anyway. Oh, that's to, to, so you can see yourself, right? Yeah, you can do voice chat. Or like, it has a microphone built in. Uh, you can sign in with it, like your like login, and you can do voice commands, like on the like menus and stuff. Oh, okay, that's cool. So it's sort of like the Connect or whatever. It's, yeah, it's like a like a lower rent version, I would say, of that. Uh, oh, that's it's sort of okay, I guess. Um, yeah, for free, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, for free. Yeah, it's obviously for free. But if you want to pay $60, and you also got to have the PS Move controller. That so, I don't have, so, oh well. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so this could end up costing you, if you buy everything separately, now they are going to come with a bundle, which I wonder if they're going to comp the price of one of the things, or if they're just going to charge you... I would say for a bundle, it'll probably be 450 You think 450 Flat, yeah. I think it'll want to be in 500 because those move controllers... Well, it depends on how many you get. Like, you just get one. I could see... Yeah, I, mean, also, I could see 450 Also, that, that's, the move controllers have been around for a while. Like, they're not exactly a new technology. <laughs> Yeah, but didn't they, uh, they didn't change it at all for the VR thing? It's just... No, I think it's just the move controller. Okay, well, I I mean, it makes sense if you see it, why you need the move controller, and especially why you need the camera. Uh, But, you know, it's, uh, I I think it still would have been on them to certainly tell you straight up, you need this, you need this, and if you buy it separately and not in the bundle, um, it's going to cost around $520, something like, or at least $500. Uh, it, it also tell you you need a PS4. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah, because, you know, there's they sort of made it seem like uh, it's supposed to be this thing that's by itself, and then, you know... If you don't know for some reason that you got to have a PS4 for it to work, then I mean, so do you think that the price is fair or should they have gone at least 350 or No, I always thought it was going to be $400. So this lines like directly up into what I thought. Like I knew it wouldn't be cheaper and I knew it couldn't be more expensive than like the price of the un- of the PS4 itself. So yeah, certainly. This is what I thought. And I mean, you're looking at what a little bit more than the Vive if you buy everything, including the PS4. So, I mean, if you... I mean, 
it's yeah. technically more than the Vive, but you also have to have a PC with the Vive, so... <laughs> yeah, it's certainly the cheapest VR thing on the market. You know, as far as games go, um, there isn't a ton of them. Um, you can use the PSVR as a way to play your PS4 games, though, without the TV, which is interesting. Uh, sit, in, think... sit in bed. <laughs> yeah, do you think people are actually going to, like, do that then? Like, you think... Uh... I would be more into that if it was a movie experience. Because Oculus has done that, and that sounds like the most interesting to me. Is they're just lying in bed watching, like, a huge screen in front of your eyes, like The Matrix or something. Well, I'd imagine, like, they would eventually have, like, Netflix and all that stuff work with it. You'd hope. So. <laughs> I mean, watch, you're right, yeah. Why they have Netflix tied on to the Vive or something? <laughs> I would imagine Netflix wouldn't want to tie itself to one thing. They just... They never do. (laughs) Yeah, they just want to make it to where... uh... So right now, what they have listed here, and this is what I'm looking at as far as... And they have comfort levels associated with with this. So there's a drift, which is like that um, game where you're the... Yeah, the astronaut. Um... Didn't that just get delayed also? <laughs> yeah, it says March 28th on here. Okay, I mean, yeah, well, I thought it got delayed to 2017, so there you go. <laughs> All of this is, well, that might be the regular version. They might have made sure that they made the VR version. Like, I'm sure that, uh, you know, that whole, all those rumors about, uh, damn it, why can't I think of the name of the game right now? Um, Freaking, that game that you and Daniel are, like, obsessed with right no now. No Man's Sky. I, yes. Uh, no Man's Sky is going to have VR, but it's going to come later. Um, so there's a, an Adventure Time game that's supposed to come out. Um, Project Cars, uh, Defense Grid 2, VR Edition, Elite Dangerous, um, Esper 2, E-Valkyrie, which is the one that everybody keeps, you know, that, that's supposed to be the pack-in, I think. And... Uh, was it the vanishing of Ethan Carter is going to be VR, VR tennis, pinball, FX, um, the, the rock band VR that will come at some point. You need pinball, you need the pinball arcade also. Yes. And, uh, you, you know. Need, you need to be in mode where you are the pinball. Nice. Oh, wait, this is, uh, apparently this is for Oculus, uh. Not for PSVR, so I'm looking at the wrong thing. But there's apparently not that many games for it. I think I was listening to something that was saying there was like three or four. Um, so not a whole lot. I like there's that Golem game and a few other things. It's not... Um, there isn't a whole lot there for it right now, which is weird. Because even though they did announce 50 games by the end of 2016, so... I th- I think right now if you're a uh, this doesn't come out till October by the way so they'll definitely have more games for it by then but I think if you're a if you're a gamer and you're you're wanting this for the gaming experience I think maybe you wait maybe till Christmas or something and you find out what's really out there you know I don't I don't know what you think you if you had the money would you get it a Day one, or are you waiting? 
I'd probably get the PSVR over the other two right now, just because it's cheaper. I mean, if, if I had infinite money, I'd get all three, honestly. But right. uh, it's cheaper. Uh, you don't have, you don't need to have like another computer to run it. <laughs> That's the big thing I would say is like I got a feeling a lot of people are going to buy the Oculus and not going to have their computer to run it on. You would hope that it says on the packaging you need to have a certain computer or something. Yeah, but more like the general populace isn't going to read that. They're going to know what, it, what that is. It's like the Oculus is going to require a 980. People are going to be like, I bought my computer this year, so it'll be fine. It's like, no, it won't. <laughs> yeah, because only certain computers are going to be able to run it. So if you're sitting there trying to deal with a laptop, not going to yeah. happen. You know? <laughs> Uh, make sure you have a desktop that's pretty powerful, and even then, you gotta make sure it meets all those specs. Which is that's what you avoid with the PSVR, you know. So that's... yeah, that's, that that'll be the big thing, honestly. I think even even if like this thing isn't going to be as good of a VR experience as the other two, it'll still it's still going to be more I think more mass market appeal. So do you? What do you think about that possibility of just? I mean, for for us, I don't think it's a big deal, but like for those people that have families and you're sitting there going, okay, well now I'm going to be into this thing where I'm kind of shut off from the world and it's not like, you know, when you're playing a game, you kind of still have everything around you. I wonder how that's, that's going to like work in like family situations and all that and just understanding that you're really tied to this thing and you're kind of... I don't know. Well, eventually the PlayStation will, or Sony will announce the PlayStation sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Waiting for that. But, uh, you know, so there you have it. You have all the information uh, that's out there now, at least, so that whenever October comes, everybody can make that decision about if they're going to get PSVR or not. I'm sort of interested, but I think I'm still going to wait. Now I'm, I was sitting there going, man, I'm done. Now I'm done. I have all the systems. Of course, we got to wait for whatever the hell the next is going to be. But uh, now it's like, man, that's another $400 investment you got to make for this thing. I don't know. Do you think, how how fast do you think we see price drops on these things? I think Sony was, is going to last pretty like a pretty long time. I think the I don't know about the vibe, but I think the rift is going to come down pretty quick. Actually, uh, I don't know why. Like the, they said, like when they announced that thing, well, like the Kickstarter was like, oh, this is supposed to be a mass market price and all that crap. It's like six hundred dollars is not a mass market price for most people, like yeah. at all. Uh, so I think that's going to be the one that tries to go down, like to maybe the VR, like PlayStation VR price. But those things are going to be expensive for a long time because they are using pretty current, like pretty cutting edge technology to like cram all this crap into like a headset. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially the PSVR because they won't have a reason to really cut the price for a while because their competition's higher. Until the HoloLens comes out and destroys the world. <laughs> yeah. 
that's going to be the thing. I mean, you never know. It could. I mean, we already found out that AMD is doing VR. Well, considering how they do computer chips. <laughs> I, I I read that, like, their little press release, and I was like, this thing sounds like it's going to cost $2,000. <laughs> Cause it's supposed to be wireless, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that they're like it's going to be wireless. They said it's going to be like a like a fusion of VR and ARG. Like it's going to be like a Hololens and an Oculus Rift and wireless. And I'm like, good luck with that. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a lot to just be putting out there in one thing and saying, oh, yeah. That, like, that's why, that's why I said it's going to cost, like, two grand or something. It's like, that'll be for, like, the, like the super rich or something. Who don't, who don't want to busy themselves with plebeian Oculus Rift. <laughs> yeah, so plebeian, guys. Let's, uh, all, all go that way and just we're all going to spend $2,000 on this thing. It's... And then they'll make like a gold, like a 24 karat gold edition and Kanye West will buy it. <laughs> so see that. And, and say he invented VR. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Watch him do it too. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, uh, alright. So moving on from the VR talk. Now, well, actually they're making a Star Wars experience for PSVR. Which I small interactive movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seemed like. It seemed like a little demo or whatever. Um, it's uh, what's well, a PR, PSVR exclusive Star Wars Battlefront game. So okay, yeah. <laughs> and they will uh, they will have a cinematic mode with the PSVR, which will let you. Obviously, play the games with the PS4 controller, and then you can watch videos and stuff. So I assume like you can watch YouTube with it and stuff like that. So that's cool. Um, you can enjoy 360 degree photos uh, and videos if you capture them yourself, I guess. So yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's kind of neat. Like that's one of those things uh, you can show somebody and say, "Hey, look at this." Watch this video and, like, turn around in your head while you're watching it. Uh, so your uh, that game that you were waiting for that you got for free uh, during the uh, VGAs uh, last year, now coming to PS4 and Steam for, for uh, $15. Shadow Complex? Yes, Shadow <laughs> Complex. I'm sorry. Maybe we should have mentioned that. Uh, yeah, I'll buy it on Steam, and I may buy it on PS4. I'll buy it on Steam just, just so, so you don't have to use yeah, the Epic Launcher. Yeah, the fucking Epic Launcher. Yeah, <laughs> so hate that launcher bullshit. so much. <laughs> I don't. It's not even a bad launcher. It's just unnecessary. That's the thing. There you go. <laughs> like, I, I, I would actually be more interested in it if it was just a bad launcher. But the fact <laughs> it is actually functional. It just has nothing on it. That's actually worse to me. <laughs> that's, that's just funny to me. <laughs> like, I just do not want to have to use this thing, so. Uh, that's why I almost didn't take Far Cry Primal, because it was t- tied to 
the Uplay launcher. It's like, oh, Christ, no. <laughs> Damn, you... So does it really make you have to launch Uplay every time? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. I just have it running constantly now, or when I was playing Primal. But it's just, you know, one more icon on the screen. One more thing that runs. Just... Yeah. And what if uh, Uplay just decides to crap out, then you're... Screwed. Well, that's what the Epic Launcher was doing. That was the problem I had with it, actually, is, like... So it would sometimes become like a massive system hog, and I'm like, why? Yeah, that just sounds so awesome. Watch, <laughs> they'll bundle the launcher with the Steam with the Steam version. Oh god! You gotta have both of them. You gotta have Steam and the freaking Epic Launcher. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you Ubisoft does. Like when oh, you buy man. like Assassin's Creed Four or like Syndicate, it just you know it's just like the UPlay launcher. It's like great. Still but can't escape you. <laughs> they have to. They have to have those games on Steam because no one will buy it otherwise. Right. Yeah. I wonder how long it's going to take Microsoft to do that. Well, I'm still surprised EA has their Origin thing going on. They must be doing well enough that they took it off. So. But the my my always argument against that is think about how much better you could be doing. <laughs> No, you're right. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, they're going to be stubborn until it's shown that it doesn't work, and who knows? Well, they, still, they still won't care. <laughs> right, yeah. Microsoft, especially, is still not going to care because they're really trying to make this Windows 10 Live thing a deal. Uh, speaking of a deal, if you don't have cable and you're looking to, uh, which is something that I'm really interested in because... I'm really considering this cable is get Comcast is getting way too expensive, and I'm really considering getting this PlayStation View. They have pretty much all the channels that I sort of watch, and the thing that I like over the Sling box, Sling thing is that it has DVR. Uh, so for thirty dollars a month, you can get fifty-five channels, or even up to forty-five, and you can get a hundred channels. And they now include Disney and ESPN. That was exclusive to Sling before, and now they're going nationwide with it. Um, where I think they're not going to actually have the channel for Fox, ABC, and NBC though. I think it's only on demand. Where right now, I think the channel is available in certain markets, like. I'm just lucky Miami is a, one of the first markets, so they have it like it's supposed to be. Um, right now, actually, I don't have ABC. I have CBS, NBC, and Fox on the thing that I'm looking at. So uh, I know that you have cable. Yeah, I don't uh, watch it. Hell, I'm, le- I'm lending a box to my neighbor right now who's in, currently incarcerated. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so... Would you be if you if you said I don't want cable anymore, but I still kind of want to have TV? Would this interest you? Uh, for me, no, because I I use BitTorrent, but ah, for normal okay. people, I could see it, you know being useful. Especially yeah. if they are heavy PlayStation users, like sure. The only thing that sucks is like for me, uh, like my. My mom and I could not watch TV at the same time because you cannot have one PS4 and one PS3 using oh, yeah. the service at the same time. Uh, you can have, like, Chromecast using it or your phone if you have an iPhone or whatever, but you apparently that's so weird that you cannot have a PS3 and a PS4. 
Um, but I, I get it. They don't they don't want to run into this problem like Hulu and Netflix where you have people stealing the uh, password, the password, and and then they get to use it wherever they want. And it's understandable because it's you know they're paying a high price for all this stuff and they want to make sure that they're getting paid for it. So I can see why they want to do that, but. I'll have to let everybody know, I guess, if I wind up getting this, but I also have to pay a $160 early termination fee plus pay a $200 bill before I can even tell them that I don't want the cable anymore. So, How much is your cable? Holy Christ. Well, it's the cable and the internet and the phone together. Oh. And yeah, I have, like, the fastest internet, so this is... Yeah, but isn't your internet... Oh, you... Isn't your internet now like data captured? You paid for that to get it off. Yeah, right? I had to pay thirty dollars also to take the freaking data caps off because I keep going over the data caps every month because of the all the podcasts and all that stuff. So, eh, just makes me mad. I don't blame you. Yeah, so it's just like, well, if you're going to charge you for these data caps, I don't want the cable it, because it's getting ridiculous yeah if i ever if we ever get data caps up here the cable's gonna be gone <laughs> yeah it's just it's ridiculous because you have to almost do it be, even if i didn't do the podcast i don't even know if i if i played games more i would probably still run that same problem well it's so. like if you download if you downloaded more than two ps4 games a month you're screwed oh really that's yeah what like 60 gigabytes yeah well it's a 300 it's a 300 gigabyte cap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like when I was having to do the um, that thing where I was having to basically redownload redownload all my games onto the uh, onto new the hard new drive? hard drives. Yeah. In about four days, it told me I'd reached the limit. And yeah. That's when I said, "Well, screw it. <laughs> I have to get this unlimited thing because I'm not paying five hundred dollars for you know." Cable and internet and all that. So, once Google Fiber becomes like na- like nationwide, though Comcast is screwed. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why they're gonna try so hard to get that delayed as much as they can because it's like, as opposed to offering better servers, we're gonna try to kill kill this thing that's gonna be good. Yeah, good good so. plan. <laughs> uh, well, we'll have to see. I really, I just you know. I don't have $300 on me to just go, yeah, let's just all do all that. So it's like I either have to keep paying for it or figure out some other freaking way. Because they wanted me to pay the $160 just to talk to them about how I could lower the cable down to the lowest tier even. And oh, you're, Are saying, you in a contract though? Yeah, they stuck me in a contract. That's the problem. Oh, that's why, yeah. So that I could have all the bundle and everything. It's just like, ugh, whatever. But... So we move on uh, from that to we we talked about the division. We talked about it being the uh, best new game franchise, uh, barely edging out uh, Destiny for selling 330 million in its first five days. I really didn't think the division would sell that much, and it's pretty. I awesome. kind of did. Like Buzz was building around it. There's nothing else out right now, honestly. Uh. Like even the winter, or the winter is kind of a dead. Like Christmas wasn't exactly like a big season anyway, for new properties. Yeah, you're right. I mean, so it's new thing. It's a unique thing, I would say, or interesting. So sure, why not? 
Yeah, and it's different than some of the stuff out there. I mean, like, you don't have that many Destiny-type games going around, at least for consoles, so that's uh, a plus for it. And, you know, you have other games, obviously, out there. I mean, this month has already been pretty big uh, for games. I mean, you got uh, Pokemon Tournament coming out in a day and uh, a few other games as well already. So it's just this is going to be interesting going into... Uh, you know, March, April, May, and all that, but in April, you'll be getting the first Incursion, which is what they call Raids. Uh, I'm sure you're excited for that. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see if they raise the level cap at all, or if it's just going to be four people. I would imagine that they would probably try to keep it to that low number, because then when you start trying to have a bunch of people at once... You, you get to the problem of, well, am I ever going to have ten people that I know? Yeah, that's true. I barely have I barely have three people playing right now. Did you uh, add Randall in there? or? Uh, I think I sent a friend request to him today. Uh, I'll let him that, know. I thought he was already on my list, but I guess he wasn't. So. <laughs> yeah, I found out the same thing. I was like, oh, I, I swear I added him. I guess not. But and they're gonna add in another Dark Zone thing in May, and they're gonna have three expansions. So. Yeah, I think if I really get into this game, I'll probably buy the season pack next next month. Are you interested in any of the expansions or whatever that? Like, I think one of them is called Underground. The other one's called Survival, which adds like Horde mode. Ugh. And the other one's the Last Stand. And it had, there's some new threat or something like that. The animals, they're infected and they're taking over. Yeah. Exactly. Planet, of the, Planet of the Apes style. Everybody grew ten sizes too big or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Uh, the, the one thing I'll say about the Division is there's not a lot of customization uh, in the game at all. I imagine so, just because they want to keep it grounded in reality. So. Yeah, well, there's only like seven fate like. There's only seven faces, which is fine, like honestly fine. But the, you can unlock outfits and like, well, not outfit, like clothing options, and 99% of them are incredibly drab. That sounds great. Like, I'm wearing a hat that is like blue and red, and someone I was playing with earlier tonight was like, "Where did you get that hat?" And I was like, "I honestly have no idea." <laughs> <laughs> they wanted your hat that bad. Just yeah. Because it's colorful. Like, everything in that game is gray. Gray or black. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be sad times, I guess. Yeah, but you're picking up random clothes. It's like... There's no red, except for blood. (laughs) Yeah, you'd imagine there'd be somebody that had something, like, bright on. Especially, yeah. Especially if you're talking about modern day, where everything is freaking bright colored at this point. Especially New York. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, I want to be wearing, like, a Joker hat or something. Like, one of those, like, stupid cat in the hat hats. That would be awesome. Just walk around with <laughs> a cat in the hat hat. Big, big Rastafarian hat. <laughs> uh, so, do, do you, uh, are you interested in Battleborn at all? Uh, is that the, uh... Blizzard one or no? The... That's the uh, 2K one. That's yeah, it's like the... a MOBA shooter. Yeah, uh, Randy Pitchford's company, whatever the yes. hell they're called. 
Ah, uh, no. Yeah. No. Gearbox, no. They are too schizophrenic as a developer. Yeah, well, they detailed their season pass, uh, which, you know, the game already includes 25 characters, so they're going to have five more for free, and there's going to be some PvE stuff, and the season pass only costs $20, and, yeah, you can get more characters and other stuff, so... And interestingly sure. enough, Blizzard decided on the same day that Battleborn comes out, May 3rd, they decided to have their beta, which then made the people at 2K get all flustered. Yeah, and I saw that. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, wow, really? Y'all are that uh, worried about your game? That I, The buzz about Battleborn has not been good, though. That's the thing. Yeah, it just kind of died. It's like... All right, you know. I, I mean, I've heard a lot about Overwatch, but like the thing about Battleborn is, it looks like a low rent version of like Team Fortress Two. <laughs> That's not good. But it, does, isn't that what Overwatch is too? Yeah, but it seems that seems higher, like like better produced at least. <laughs> yeah, because at least you know with Blizzard, you know what you're getting. Weird, but uh. It is what it is. Speaking of Blizzard, Hearthstone has another expansion, 134 new cards, called Whispers of the Old Gods, and I could not tell you one thing about it, because I am still, I have not played Hearthstone in like forever, and I still only have the one Curse of Naraxmus thing. They're trying to catch up to Magic the Gathering. (laughs) Seriously, that's what it sounds like. God, I feel like every, what, four or five months they have a new expansion, just ton of stuff. The uh, funniest part though about this is they announced that like they're they're splitting Hearthstone into two modes essentially. One is going to be like you can use all your cards in this one mode like for multiplayer. Yeah. And the other one is just going to be like whatever. Yeah. The other one is going to be like classic Hearthstone. And it's like so this expansion is going to be only for one part of this game. Yeah. That's really weird. Uh yeah, it's going to bring the standard Hearthstone format, and those who play standard with Whispers of the Old Gods will even unlock new quests for the rank matches. Ooh. So, yeah. Get, get I think set. you can play You can use the cards from this thing in the wild mode. Oh, yeah. Well, I was yeah. About, but you can't use it in classic mode. No, you can. Because that's, okay. that's what they're bringing, is that you can play it in the, the stand or whatever. I think with the standard is that they're going to have cards that they're going to remove completely. Oh. And they're going to call it classic or whatever. I I don't know. Just whatever. It's just getting to the yeah. point where I'm just like, uh, all right. You got way too complicated for me at this point. Once uh, Magic introduced phasing in the Mirage expansion, and if you're an old school Magic player, you know what the hell I'm talking about? That's when I checked out. And this is, like, I checked out a Hearthstone way faster than that. <laughs> I've only played the game, uh, like, the 2014 Planeswalkers. game. Planeswalkers? Yeah. Those so were I... okay. <laughs> right. People were pissed that you couldn't build a deck, but it's like, there are 4,000 cards in Magic. Like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be building out of 4,000 cards. Just... Like, I think those games only have a 200 cards 
would say if that. Right. But they're all well balanced and stuff, so it's fine. Yeah, I I just had certain uh like the AI was just wolfing my ass. It's just like, okay. Got to a certain point, I'm not playing anymore cuz I I the, do not know enough about this magic. <laughs> I made in magic, I made a I was playing like I think the 2002 version of that game and I made a creature that was 124 attack and 121 defense. Wow. It was awesome. I'm going to guess you owned everyone with that. Well, I was just playing against the AI, but I, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't attack because it's like if I, and it had trample. So it's like if I attacked once, the computer would be dead. <laughs> nice. So, uh, EverQuest next. After all this stuff from Daybreak, buying the EverQuest, and they bought a Planet Side 2, which I have nothing of Planet Side 2. So is this still thing, going on? Yes, yeah, that's still happening too. I'm surprised we're not hearing about that getting canceled. Like, I, I was asked to review that game. I played it once, and I was like, no, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> was it actually good? or No. It oh, it was right when I was trying to upgrade from like Windows 7 to Windows 8. And gamepad support didn't work. Oh, you're like, like, nope. Forget that. Uh, Yeah, so EverQuest Next canceled because it was, quote, not fun and would not meet expectations. However, EverQuest 1 and 2 are going strong, apparently. I I at least appreciate, like, their level of honesty and not going like, oh, we tried our best, we know... We just didn't have the vision that, like, this bullshit fable thing was talking about or whatever. It's like, no, the game is bad. We're done. Later. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's exactly, uh, I mean, I guess we might as well uh, get to that. With I mean, this was this is obviously old at this point, but uh, when we were going to originally do the podcast last week, this had just become big news with... Fable Legends getting canceled, Microsoft shutting down uh, Press Play, and then they have they confirmed that they've shut down Lionhead. Well, apparently or, in the UK you just can't shut a company down; like you have to go through administration. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's done. Sony actually is offering Lionhead people to come meet them. Uh, at a recruitment event in England. So Sony jumping right on that. I know they won't do it because they're like, assholes about uh, Steam, but I would appreciate it if Microsoft just put off Lionhead's old crap on Steam. It was like, here, it'll make That'd some money. Like, like Black put, and White, yeah. Black and White 2, uh, maybe well, Port Fable, Fable 2 to PC. Like, that wouldn't be too hard, I don't think. Is what, like say, Fable 3 on? Fable 3 is on PC. Uh, it removed it off of Steam. I wonder why. But, yeah. Yeah. I still I got mean... Fable 3 in my Steam account. <laughs> <laughs> Won't take that from me, fuckers. <laughs> I actually like Fable 3. That's the only Lionhead game I've liked. <laughs> I have Fable 3 as part of the uh, Games for Gold. I think that is the one that I played for a little bit. I liked it. It was just... I didn't like Fable 1 or 2 at all. I really dislike Fable 2, actually. That's one people say is it the best one. Right. 
that's the one that screwed me up though, because it's like that had time jumps in it. So like, you start as a young boy, you time jump to like you're a teenager, you time jump to an, you're an adult. So as an adult, I got married and I think I had a kid, and I did a story mission. And it's like I time jumped ten years in the future, so I'm like middle aged, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what happened to my wife? Well, uh, just disappeared all of a sudden. Got to love when, uh, that happens. Um, so, I, I know I was sad. I know you had to be sad when, uh, Alan Wake is going to be part of Quantum Break, but you're only going to see him in some kind of, like, uh, special Easter egg or whatever. He's not even coming back as a game. No, I know what they're going to do. They're going to have a, good, a TV show. Because they had that in Animal Wake originally. They had that, like, uh, late show. Oh, yeah, where you could see, yeah. And the, uh, the guy, bad say, guy would come and interrupt the TV show or whatever and tell you stuff. No, no. Well, yeah. that might have been American Nightmare, but in the first Animal Wake, it was like, there was like a, a really cheesy-looking uh, late-night talk show where they interviewed Alan Wake, the guy who's playing Alan Wake. Like, he was in character for, like, five minutes. Then right. they had they panned over to Sam Lake, and they were like, "Do the face real quick," and he does the Max Payne face for like two seconds, and it's awesome. <laughs> and then they're like, "All right," and we got Post of the Fall here, and it's a band Post of the Fall, and they're just in the background, and they're like, "All right, we're done, bye." <laughs> and I know that's going to be exactly the same thing in this game. They'll have like a little Easter egg, like a little full motion video Easter egg, and that'll be it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to see Alan. I, I'm sure it will come back as a game. I think they're kind of just trying to test things right now, as far as if that's uh, going to be viable for them or not. And then, of course, they also want to make sure Quantum Break sells, which that's your number one priority at this point. Uh, which hopefully it does when it comes out in a little bit less than three weeks or so. Uh, Nintendo also has had their that big direct that well it wasn't really big but they had quite a few things come out of it of course uh they did confirm the whole stuff about star fox zero um and that it will come packed in with star fox guard which is uh one of the little mini games that uh miyamoto was working on when you saw it at e3 i want to say two years ago and it's a game starring Slippy. And, I was uh, right. His, and uh, Slippy's uncle, Grippy. Freaking Grippy. Seriously. Does he get... He get uh, Grippy on those buttons? I mean, like, it's... Uh, so, Grippy is apparently in this uh, little, like, surveillance thing. And you it's almost like a create-your-own way to like take out the enemies or something with the cameras is sort of interesting what do you think of this it's tower defense yeah no thank you <laughs> <laughs> but don't they have it to where like you can you can share it online too wait so people can kind of like mario maker you can go through and try to defeat the the tower defense part on your own sure i mean we'll see if that if it's good, but 
what they need to do is they need to make a Nino Kuni uh, crossover game and have Drippy in it. <laughs> Flippy, Grippy, and Drippy on the same game. Uh, you can actually buy them together uh, at retail. Uh, actually, they, they, it comes packed in at retail for $60. You can get it separately um, at digitally if you don't want the game. And you can get that for ten dollars um, as well. So I was just happy I was right. Uh, and it also seems like there's. I was interested in the whole Star Fox thing with the uh, different routes that there is, um, and you can have a two-player mode too. I was uh, interested when they said that you can't. Like, there's a mode where you can't die. It's like if you're a complete idiot, you can't play this game. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Because the only time I would... I could never beat freaking... Uh, I think I might have done it one time. Beat Star Wolf and his... Uh, his people on that one level. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I never died in that game. It was way too easy to freaking die. Um, the only level that's actually a problem... And Star Fox 64 was the underwater level. Yeah. Because that, that was badly designed. <laughs> right. And then sometimes the tank level... If you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, but I thought that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Then they decided to make a whole game about that, and that's when it went yeah. south. Of course. Uh, there's Paper Mario Color Splash, which uh, looked interesting. I, I guess it's going back to sort of the old uh, Paper Mario. How about a Mario RPG 2? <laughs> Come on, Square. You're doing it with Disney. Why not with Nintendo? Like, I I guess the Paper Mario like series is fine, but imagine yeah. if they just announced like Mario RPG two, like Mario, Mallow, and Gina are coming back. It's like yes, awesome. The final bad guy is gonna be Waluigi. <laughs> they added new stuff to Mario Maker. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games comes out June 24th for the Wii U, which includes Rhythmic Gymnastics and Rugby Sevens. Uh, interested in playing the rugby game. I've actually liked some of these games. So Aren't there like four of them out now? Yeah, it's well, insane. They've had them since, I think, like 2008 or 2006. So It's like... I guess for Mario it's fine, but look how far Sonic has fallen. <laughs> I don't mind it for Sonic, because at least it keeps him in the consciousness. But well, at least he's in a good, like a halfway decent game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and they're still doing stuff to Splatoon, apparently. So that's, that's cool. good. Yeah. Uh, the I'm guessing this is now. So is this officially the, um, whatever that. Shimigami X Fire Emblem. It got switched to this Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE or hashtag FE or whatever the hell it is. You're asking me? <laughs> I, I I don't know. All I know it is includes idols and uh, it's an RPG. You can imagine uh, it will I'm, include Fire Emblem references. Unless it has Jack Frost in it, I'm not interested. <laughs> Even if, I, he, even if even if he's in it, I'm not really interested. <laughs> I like Persona and Nocturne. That's about it. <laughs> uh, 
this lost Reavers game, I don't know what to make of it. I'm just kind of, it is what it is. Yeah. At this, at this point, um, I guess it could be good. Uh, it comes out April 14th, uh, in beta, and you can get the full version April 28th for the Wii U. One of the big surprises was this Kirby Planet Robobot, which I'm a huge Kirby fan, so anytime we can get Kirby, I'm good with that. Uh, they're going to make new Amiibos for it. Which, of course they are. <laughs> and you can even use, like, Amiibos from any of them, and you can get the power that's associated with that Amiibo. So, like, if you use Link, you get the sword, and Mario get the fireball. All that, so hey, it's an interesting way to use the amiibos at least, and you can have four players play too. So. Imagine if you're working on that thing or like that Yoshi yarn game, whatever the hell it was called. Yeah. Like, how much time you have to devote to this amiibo crap now? Yeah, you had to actually make it to where every single amiibo worked and and all this stuff, you know. So it's just like, wow. Like, okay. you have to wonder if there's, like, an, like, the actual game developers and then, like, this Amiibo team that's going from different game to different game to go, like, this is what you can do. <laughs> hey, at least they're figuring out what to do with it. Um, another thing that I think nobody knew about was the Monster Hunter Generations, which is a new Monster Hunter game uh, coming out for the 3DS. Uh, and you also get, like, this is something Monster Hunter does a lot. They have different armor from... They had, I think, Link and stuff like that uh, on on 4. Uh, so you'll get fire, You'll get stuff from Marth on... Uh, I think if you pre-order or something. Um, Everyone's favorite character, Marth. Yes. Exactly. Uh, I'm not a big Monster Hunter person, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do love Rhythm Heaven, though, so having the Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix thing is awesome. Uh, pretty much, like, you know, WarioWare, all that kind of just funny crap in one thing together can't go wrong. Uh, and then they, they showed off Metroid Prime Federation Force. Which looked bad. <laughs> <sighs> like, that game is going to bomb horribly. I mean, I don't know. I feel bad for them. Like, you know, they, you know, you know. The, the, what we were talking about earlier with request saying it's just not fun. Th- they should just cancel this game and go. That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, they kind of sort of tried to shoehorn Samus in there into the story so that it sort of ties into her. But you're just playing these random. Uh, Galactic Federation force people and apparently has co-op and you have uh, different roles and stuff in it. I don't know. I remember watching it and going, okay. That's the thing about Nintendo is like, if you strip, like take Mario Tennis for example, if you stripped the Nintendo, like Mario license from that game, it would still be good. This thing is not good. And bolting Metroid onto it is not going to help. No, certainly not. Um, In fact, it's going to be worse. <laughs> because you haven't made a, you haven't played a, made a proper Metroid game in eight years? 
Yep. Because other M was other M was not exactly widely uh, like well received. <laughs> and hey, I got a new Nintendo 3DS. I can now buy Super NES games on the Virtual Console. All the power of a PSP right in your hand. Yeah, just <laughs> this seems very. Uh, they just totally shoved this in. Lied. To make they lied. People, They're yeah, liars. To, to make people feel like, hey, my new Nintendo 3DS, there's something exclusive to it. Oh, it's these old games that, I mean, I, I care about them. They're awesome. They were games of my childhood, but there's a lot of people that probably don't give two craps about the fact that... No, there probably is, and they've probably already bought them at least one other time on the Wii or Wii U. <laughs> or th- who knows how many other times, like, just... Because they can't just have one virtual console. They gotta... And, and then you just make it to where, okay, well, obviously certain games are only gonna work with the... Just like, you know, Sony does. They have a Vita. They have a PS3. Depending on what store you're in, you only see certain games. I mean, it's not that hard. Just, I don't I don't get it. I don't get what, uh... I like the first Azure Gun Vault, so that's cool that they're making a second one. But, I think that's, uh... They also did this cool thing, I think, with the, uh... If you have the original uh, Hyrule Warriors, you can pay... Something a certain amount. I think it's maybe half of whatever the 3DS game costs, and or I don't know if you get the 3DS game. I think they make it to where you can get the extra characters in the 3DS game onto your Wii U game or something like that. I don't know. So Nintendo again trying to get you to buy two games. Uh, Super Smash Brothers. I understand. Uh, this I don't know. But. uh Hey, Dead Island 2 is back in development again. Hooray. You excited about that? <laughs> sounded like... Uh, did you play the Dead Island games at all? Or... I played the first one. Uh, it got worse as it went on. <laughs> that sounds like such a ringing endorsement. There you well, go. Well, like, the thing is, is, the first area was that beach, like, that beach part. That was awesome. And then it moved into a bunch of, like, crappy streets and, like, very tightly enclosed sewers, and I'm like, I'm done. Later. Nice. Uh, Nintendo, there's apparently a rumor going, well, I don't know how valid this rumor is anymore, I haven't heard anything that says no either, uh, about Nintendo possibly doing what they did with Bayonetta 2 with Beyond a Good and Evil 2 for the NX. Uh, I'm a big, I, I love the Beyond Good and Evil, so... Finally getting Beyond Good and Evil 2 would be awesome. I don't see that happening just because I don't think Ubisoft would allow it. Like, you don't think so? I can see them doing timed ex- exclusivity. Like, it'll be on the Wii U for a year. but Or the, the NX, whatever the hell. But Ubisoft likes to put their games on everything. Like, remember when Rayman... Uh, or or like Legends is going to be a Wii U game only, and they're like, no, we're going to put on everything, <laughs> yeah, regardless I do of that. regardless of if it works well or not. It's going to be on everything, <laughs> probably because they could already see that uh, it wasn't going to do very well at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, there's a new Indiana Jones movie getting made. And Harrison Ford is still going to be acting in it. Uh, well, I guess you can smoke in mirrors. And have him do stunt double. and when he, when he runs away from the boulder, he breaks his leg. Oh, jeez. That's so terrible. Yo, is John Rise Davies going to be back? That's all I care about. Uh, maybe. Is Sean Connery still alive? You can get him in there. Yeah, he is. He's still. You can. You can do it. He's drinking his life away somewhere in Scotland. <laughs> so sad. I was named after Sean Connery, actually. No joke. That's what my dad said. Move to Scotland. Become like him. He was a uh, you know big uh, James Bond fan, so that was uh See, my introduction to Bond was Goldeneye, so... I have watched... I think I've watched it from Russia with Love or whatever from his time period. All the other ones is uh, Pierce Brosnan. I have that and... game on my debug Xbox. Ah. I heard that actually, that game is actually not too bad. It's worse than the Everything or Nothing game, but it's like a very slight downgrade. And hey, if you like, like, from Russia with Love, it's still fine. Right. But Everything or Nothing is good just because, like, it was a new, like, a new Bond game. Or, you know, a new Bond story. And except for the, some dodgy female casting, it was still pretty good. Ah. Well, uh, maybe. Uh, one of those. Uh, might check it but, out. Uh, it's just going to get Chris Pratt, right? <laughs> for, like, Young Indy. <laughs> or, like... Wasn't that the whole deal at one point? They were trying to get him for that? Yeah, but he, like him trying to anchor three different like movie series would probably be a little taxing for him. Yeah, I can see that getting over him really fast. Like that's, You already got Jurassic Park, you got Guardians of the Galaxy. Just, uh, apparently uh, Judge Dredd might show up in Guardians of the Galaxy. Why? <laughs> you see like, that? No, that they, that can't actually work because Judge Dredd is a different comic, like different. They're owned by different people. I don't know if they they were talking about it. I don't. It's just like okay, really weird. But Guardians of the Galaxy, it's so weird they could maybe they could pull it off. Uh, speaking of pulling it off, what do you think of a Metro twenty twenty thirty three movie or a Thief? reboot movie I made jokes about both I hope the thief movie is going to be, be about how he gets his blackjack <laughs> and no idea what the reference is there but... the blackjack is his club that he uses to beat people to uh, unconsciousness with oh boy uh, oh. and the Metro 2033 it could be good but the dude who's doing who did 50 shades of gray is doing it so Oh, no, no, and they'll get like Justin Bieber to be Atrium. Oh God, Art M. That's it. Sorry, totally ruined the the movie. Have Justin Bieber, uh, or like I think I was joking with you, like Edward or like Edward Pattinson or Taylor Lautner, or they'll get that meathead. Uh, oh, what's his Sam Worthington to be it? And it's like yeah, great. 
he can barely do an American accent. Australian fuck. Now he's gonna try to do a Russian one. <laughs> I guess I just hope they wouldn't change too much of it. I mean, I think in a movie setting you can make that sort of work. Um, the, the drab setting sort of. We've seen these kind of movies come out, so it's possible. Just well, I mean, look at like. I'm a few minds. Look at uh, Ten Cloverfield. Like that was pretty good. That mm-hmm. was in a pretty drab setting. But a lot of these movies that come out about like nuclear st- war or stuff like that, they're like direct to DVD nonsense. Well, maybe they like, can. Uh... WWE films put out like a, a atomic war film a few years ago. It's like, oh god, don't remind me of that. I I heard it was like really well reviewed. Because they didn't cast a bunch, they didn't cast a bunch of wrestlers in it. They just produced it, and they had real actors in it. I was like, good. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember exactly the name of it right now. But yes, well, that and the call that had Halle Berry in it. That was like their only other good one. <laughs> Uh, so J.J. Abrams says that the Portal and Half Life movies are still being worked on. So, what comes out first, Half-Life 3 or these movies? Uh, these movies, because Half-Life 3 is never coming out. (laughs) (laughs) They'll just never learn to count to three, those, those bastards. Do you think, uh, do you, do you really think it'll, they'll just never come out? Uh... I think it'll come out eventually, but it'll be so different from what people want that it'll just enrage people. Actually, no, I don't think they really give a fuck about Half-Life 2 anymore, honestly. Like, they're just done. Like, they have Dota. It's like, peace. (laughs) And you know, like, Left 4 Dead 3, when that comes out, that's not going to have a story or anything like that. It's just going to be, here are another four people running away from zombies. Yeah, I mean, I don't have an attachment to the, because I never played the first two. I played Half-Life 2, uh, I didn't like it. Like, it has not aged well. If you, like, if you played it now, you'd be like, alright, why am I in this insane asylum for two goddamn hours? Uh, because... Like the gra- the gravity gun is kind of fun to use. But that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I know I have them actually in the orange box thing. Oh yeah, everyone has them. I if just... you're on Steam, they pretty much give them to you for free. <laughs> yeah, I just never actually sat down to try to play them. Uh, you're. You're sh- they have officially confirmed First Adventure Season 5. That's the last one. Yep, that's about May, th- May uh, 3rd. Well, I heard that... Uh, what's your name? Uh, Sarah Shahi is going to be like the new Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I hope they just make her a lesbian and have her like make out Amy Acker for most of it. Because I'd watch that. I'd really watch that. Uh, I think a lot of people would probably watch that. I'd get, I'd keep cable to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd have to put it on the CVS. Have a 
affiliate for... Oh, you got that, you got that streaming network coming soon, so there you go. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm surprised yeah. Lucifer has not been cancelled yet, honestly. Is it that bad? It's... No, but it's just like Constantine. Like a dumb police procedural. Was it better than Constantine then? Uh, it has more going on, but I, I like the acting's not really that better. Like everyone except for Const or Lucifer in the show is kind of annoying, honestly. Well, at least they nailed that. Uh, so, I mean, they could have done worse, I guess, and made Lucifer bad. And w, like CW renewed all their shows. Yeah, I saw that. These. Is that like, that's gotta be a first time in like forever that they've renewed all their shows. They well, normally the first, cancel one. It's the first time they've had shows that are doing well. <laughs> they've actually hit a really good string of them, like with iZombie and all that stuff, you know. And who knew making shows based on comic books does well, <laughs> and genre shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And having. Uh, yeah, and they even announced the uh, crossover with Supergirl for The Flash. So, I'm I mean, still watching Supergirl. Yeah. You like it? Uh, I like parts of it. <laughs> like, what, uh, just, what parts of it are you... Like, the action is fine. It's low budget, but it's mostly fine. And some of the character beats are okay, but it's just too soap opera for me. It reminds me a lot of Smallville. And that's not exactly a good thing. <laughs> I thought they were trying to avoid that. Well, not in context, but I just mean like... All like the melodrama. Yeah. Like, The Flash has some, but it doesn't get like bogged down in it. And like, Legends of Tomorrow is too, too, too busy having fun to care about that stuff at all anyway. <laughs> right. Do you, uh... What do you think about this uh, rumor about Daisy Ridley being Laura Croft? Uh, it's fine, I guess. She's She wouldn't be my first pick. I mean, but that's just me. I just think of, like, the way that Star Wars started. She was sort of already doing uh, Laura Croft-type stuff. Kind of, it almost, I almost thought I was watching Tomb Raider for a second when I was... The, that, first part of when you first see her oh exploring the spaceship and yeah all that yeah i mean my my first two picks obviously you just be Haley atwell or uh camilla luddington honestly yeah i'm surprised that they wouldn't just try to use the same person that nobody does her um in, in the games i think that i think there are well Haley atwell might be too I don't want to say sexy, like curvy or anything, but she's not quite built like how a Laura Croft should be, I would say. Like, she's a little too solidly built for the role. And that's weird. Like, I don't mean, like, she's not ugly or anything, obviously, but they've always wanted to, like, have Laura be, like, kind of very slight. Yeah. Seems like. Yeah, at least in the game. Especially now with, uh, 
the way she looks now. And Camilla Luddington, uh, I think she's just two small potatoes of an actress to do it. <laughs> Man, like if you, she should, though. If you ask ten people who the fuck is, like, who's Camilla Luddington, they'd be like, who? <laughs> like, some people might still watch Grey's Anatomy, but not many anymore. <laughs> oh, there's probably still quite a few that watch it, I'm sure. But, and like, I mean, obviously Daisy Ridley, is it Riddle or Ridley or whatever? Ridley, what yeah. Okay. I mean, she's obviously, like, a bigger star now, or she's, like, actually well-known now because she wasn't before. But... Yeah. Nobody knew who she was before. So. I guess it all depends. Like, I don't, I'm still not even sure if she's, like, a great actress. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you have to necessarily be great to do Tomb Raider. I mean... Uh, yes, hey, they uh, got Daniel Craig... <laughs> In the, in the second one. <laughs> but no, but you're right. I mean, it's just going to be like a dumb, you know, Indiana Jones for woman, or for, you know, as a woman movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I just, my, my only hope is they don't over, like, you know, dress her skimpily or anything like that. I don't think they're going to do that. I think, like, I think, well, didn't the first movie have, like, Angelina Jolie in, like, a wetsuit or, like, Yeah, that? but that's Angelina Jolie. I mean, she might have had input in that, like, just to... And I think that's also, whenever that's the that's the other version. Yeah, that's the buxom, like, yeah. sexualized version. Like, she's still kind of sexualized in, like, the, these games, but not overtly so, at least. No, and they they actually have her more like normally proportioned than everything else. Yeah, she doesn't have it. boobs sitting out like eight feet in front of her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so um, maybe they can get Adam. What is his name? Adam Driver to be the bad guy. Yeah, you never know. I mean, uh. <clears throat> Amazon uh, is bringing back the tick, which all I know is I'm sad that Project Warburton is. Yeah, that's the bummer about this. I liked it well enough. I just, uh, I I remember the cartoon more than the actual. uh... See, I I remember, I have very few memories of the cartoon. Like, I used to watch it as a kid. I can remember, like, gags of it. But I had the tick, like, live action show on DVD, and that was great. What? So I I've never seen it. So is it uh? Does it just have like a central? I'm guessing one central storyline for that show or? Oh no, it's like episodic as hell. Ah uh, okay. Like one of the episodes, the episode I really remember is uh, I think her name is Captain Liberty. She's like a Wonder Woman like pastiche. Yeah. She's like uh, a chef or, or like a show for or like a you know tour guide for this like super important superhero he starts hitting on her they have sex and she kills him and like when they're having sex <laughs> i don't know why i always think that's funny in a movie but honestly if it happened in real life you wouldn't want that happen. well on the show he's portrayed as such an ass it, it makes it funny and like the show had great casting that was the other thing like I mean, obviously Patrick Warburton's great, but uh, Liz Vassie, who was Captain Liberty, I think her name was, 
was great. Uh, the other guy, uh, oh, what's his name? Nestor uh, Carbonell. He was Batman Noel. He was great. He's been in a bunch of good stuff. So, yeah. It was a good show. It, no one watched it, but... Yeah, that's why I got canceled in one season. But... Same with, uh, ever watch Greg the Bunny? The, like the Fox show? I've heard of it. I've never watched it now. It's like, that show is weird to watch now because it's like Seth Green, Eugene Levy, Levy, Sarah Silverman, and Bob Gunton. It's like, all right, <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> That's before Sarah Silverman's like show. Oh, yeah, way yeah. before. So That's like, the only thing I've ever seen her in other than uh, that. The old, it's uh, the old movie... Uh, shoot. Nah, I can't think of it, but it's, it's like from 94 or something like that. It's just, she's, she locks them in the freaking uh, locks one of the guys in the basement or something, and she's crazy, and, I don't know. Never heard of that one. Uh, it's, I'm probably thinking of like three different movies in one or something right now. <laughs> that sounds like Teaching Mrs. Tingle, which is, was awful. Ugh. Uh, so, speaking of awful, many people think that the Harley Quinn that's going to be in Suicide Squad looks awful, and she swears up and down that they tried every single costume on her. If that's the case, I want to see actual evidence of that. Um, and she hopes that in the next one, they'll do the court gesture one, which is obviously her most famous one. But Like... <laughs> I like Harley Quinn as a character. I don't like like the fan base around her. <laughs> Why? And I feel that way about Deadpool also. There's a lot of big asshole Deadpool fans. <laughs> and the same about Harley Quinn. And it's like, no, the character was written kind of as a goof. And it's a little more serious now, but... They're still kind of jokey characters. <laughs> yeah, she was always kind of portrayed that way. Don't get me remember. wrong, though. The outfit in Suicide Squad looks awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. It looks like a film, like a fashion school reject made it. Oh, agreed. But I don't think it's totally out of place in, like, today's, you know, if you're going to think about something from today. So, what? You mean to tell me a uh, uh, body tight uh, gesture outfit? It wouldn't be from today's world. <laughs> no, but I mean, obviously, you look at that and go, "Okay, that's obviously Harley Quinn." You know who that is. So, I mean, that's. I mean, it. It's so weird for as if she's saying it. I kind of want to take a word for it, but I'm also not one of those people that's like, oh my god, it's got to be this way, or it's terrible, and, you know. I, no, I'm not that way. I just like to see evidence of it, honestly, like a photo. You know, they had to take them. Yeah, they had to take a photo of, like, her and every single one. Like, that's... I'm sure I'm sure they did all the Arkham Knight, or the all the Arkham game costumes, and yeah, knowing of other, like, variants in comics. <laughs> right. I mean, that's... I, what I remember her is always in that outfit. So, you know, the Batman Beyonds and, and all the Batman cartoons, you know. So, 
It's weird. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Uh, speak. Are you are you uh, interested in the Luke Cage Netflix? Uh... Oh yeah. Like Daredevil's good. That's coming back this week, I think. And like Jessica Jones is great. I hope. She, I really hope she makes an appearance in Luke Cage, though. Yeah, he's going to appear on September 30th on Netflix, so we still have plenty of time for that. Uh, Daredevil 2 is already out or going to be out? I think think? it's coming out Friday, because all the reviews have already been hitting. Jeez, I still got to watch the rest of one. (laughs) But that's cool, like, that they had him and Jessica Jones... And now you kind of get to see a different side of him or whatever in the... Yeah. His, so... And I think they already cast the... Uh, whoever's going to be... Uh, why can't I think of it right now? Iron Fist. Iron Fist. It's a white guy. Yeah, guys. It's Well, we know it's going to be a white guy. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, I guess, unless they're going to show him without the... Uh, I'm, I'll, I'm sure they'll show him without the uh, outfit on, so... I, I'm, I'm betting he won't have that outfit out- until the last episode. <laughs> you think so? All the way to the end? Yeah. I think it's just going to be like Daredevil, honestly. Fair enough. Uh, are you... I I love Peter Capaldi, so I'm happy that he's probably going to stay on after Moffat leaves. Uh, About him, like, oh, him staying on Doctor Who? Yeah. I can see why he would might want to leave, though. Like, not... I mean, he probably obviously loves that role, but he is, I mean, not as old as some doctors have been. That's a pretty physically demanding role. Right, and you don't know what the next direct, you know, the next writer and all that's going to demand of you. Like, think about how much he's been running around the past few episodes. (laughs) Yeah. So. Like, I mean, even compared to, like, old Doctor Who, like, the old series is, like, the Doctor never, like, was quick or anything like that. No, even it's, did they really even hardly run around, honestly? So they didn't have the budget to run around. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about long movies? Because apparently Captain America: Civil War and Batman vs Superman are going to be long. Uh, oh, oh, I'm not going to see Batman vs Superman, so that's fine. But should I just should I just bring a cup into the theater for for or for Captain America? So if I need to take a piss, I can just. <laughs> yeah. Because it's almost going to be two and a half hours, and then Batman vs Superman is going to be two and a half hours. And this is without the previews, so you could literally be in the theater for three hours for those movies almost. Start wearing a catheter to films. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why I never watched Interstellar in the theater, because I was like, oh, I am not sitting here for three hours. That's why I like Deadpool. Or not Deadpool. Uh, yeah, actually, Deadpool. It was only like two hours long. It was only like an hour and 45 minutes, I think, actually. Well, that's what it needed to be. Deadpool doesn't, doesn't need to have the... But you know. Captain America's in- introducing a lot of characters. I have uh, Patrick... I don't know why they're doing this. Uh, two of my... They're, they co-host the show that I produce or whatever, the wrestling... Uh, retro review show. <laughs> They're talking about. I think you made this joke uh, last time about uh, somebody offering Jody Sweden a, a Fuller House porn parody so they can oh, yeah. see her tits. 
Well, I showed you that. <laughs> did I show you that Jim Norton video of her? Yeah, yeah, you did. That's a, that's a stare. Yeah, he's sitting there he's staring the at her tits the whole time. So the, the cool thing is she played it off like it's not, you know, because she could have been really offended or offended about it, yeah, bitchy about it, yeah. Which you know, I'm glad she's like from that interview. I actually down, I actually found the whole like radio interview and listened to it. She comes across as like very, like fairly normal. <laughs> yeah, which is surprising considering the rest of that cast has gone insane. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh... Uh, like, well, he always thought Gibbler was insane, and, uh... Well, Candace Cameron's not, like, a religious nut, but just, like, her brother, and... Yeah. Let's be honest, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen aren't exactly, like, paragraph yeah, normality, of, yeah. It's surprising that, you know, uh, Bob Saget decided to come back and do the show. He wants money. Yeah, of course, he wants money. But, you know, like... I guess Jodie Sweetin, like she, like she had her like drug problems. Obviously, she got right. fake boobs that look awesome, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe she'll get more roles out of this, and we at least, like we said, we already talked about, they're getting us, you know, season two. So at least they got that going for them. Where is the well, Family Matters uh, sequel? Man, I'd love for Julia White to come back and that happen. It didn't. Uh, Carl die though. Oh no, he's still around. Okay, I, th- I thought I'm thinking of some other show. It's uh, Uncle Phil. Didn't Uncle Phil's yeah, the one that. Yeah, Fresh Prince of Ballard. Uh, Uncle Phil passed away. Yeah, I think. Okay. Two or three years ago. I actually downloaded that show. <laughs> that show's awesome. The full run, all six, all six seasons. <sighs> Man, this is I what having to... unlimited yeah. internet can do for you. <laughs> I used to love watching that show. That and like I don't know why I watch that and Living Single every yeah all the time. <laughs> well, ba- back in the day, you only had fucking five stations to watch. Yeah, well, no, you had you had the, I watched those on like uh, Ch- Channel Twenty One or whatever it was. Um, we had about like ten stations, but still, you didn't have a whole lot to watch. You know? Yeah, even back so, then, the CBS still sucked. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> not not like now where they number one station every year uh so going into basically what's coming out friday and to well today need for speed pc comes out so if you were waiting for the pc version yeah <laughs> there you go I, i've got emails from that i was like oh, like it's gonna take it to the red line i'm like yeah all right <laughs> the can, red he pa- line. can he pause yet no, later. <laughs> Certainly. Uh, Pokemon Tournament comes out on Friday. I'm waiting for that. I've heard it's very, it's deeper than Tekken. And I've seen videos and boy, it looks like it. There's a lot of stuff going on. Did you hear about that, that uh, Pokemon designer who died? Yeah. Kind of a shame. That's sad. Um I think he designed. He designed most of the, some of the games or whatever. It's. Who's there? I think he, I think I read a report. He did like eight of the games. Cause he's been there since like 2003. Yeah, and the guy that did uh, the Professor Layton levels. Of course, he was 90 years old. Uh, all the Professor Layton puzzles. 
Uh, he died. He was secretly uh, Professor Layton. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it's supposedly that's, that series is actually supposed to come out as part of his, uh, like, puzzle-making line or whatever that he already had, and they just decided to make this Professor Layton thing. And he's actually called the Puzzle Master um, because he has a best-selling quiz book that resulted in 22 sequels, which was made in 1966, and sold 12 million copies. And this is by 2001, so who knows how many copies are sold now. Yeah. Uh, his name was Akira Tago. Um, so that's, that's – who knows what's going to happen with the Professor Layton series now, I guess. Well, there's still at least three or four games back, so. <laughs> Jeez. There's that many? My God. Uh, so Day of the Tentacle Remaster comes out next week. I'm excited for that. It was the first PC game I ever played. Uh, that and watching my brother play a uh, freaking Orion. And Master knowing, of Orion? Yeah, Master of Orion. And not knowing what the hell was going on. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Republic Remastered comes out with the PS4. And Trackmania Turbo. You ready for that? No, because I know we're, we're not going to get it for review. You don't think so? We get... Some obscure ones sometimes. Oh, it's Ubisoft, right? So, no, we're not. Uh, and yeah, Mario and Sonic Rio 2016 the Olympic Games, the 3DS version. So, there you go. Those are your new releases, and that'll pretty much do it for us here on the show. Uh, we had a lot to talk about. Um, and we'll be back sometime next week with whatever news has come out then. You there? Uh-oh. I think this might be one of those times where we lost the microphone. Can you hear me? Yep. There you go. I at least I waited till the end of the yeah. thing to do it. <laughs> so, well, that's pretty much it uh, for the show again. Um, for For Mark and me, we'll see you next week. Um, the top five that comes out on Friday will be top five MMA games. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to figure out some kind of list for that. And what did you do your... I think top eight games with viruses in them. With which is a weird topic. <laughs> that, like, the plot was about yeah. viruses? Okay. Yeah. So like Resident Evil 2 and Plague Inc. and The Division. And uh, 4PC should be up there. I don't know if he actually posted it or he waited. I I had to do a last-minute fill-in for um, somebody on Games Fact Depiction, so I wound up being in that, too. So I did the whole round of columns <laughs> this week. Uh, Mark won 4PC, so... Go me. Yes, it is there. It's the thing about the PlayStation VR. Okay, well, until sometimes next week, everybody. See you later. Later.